So we are here with David Billings, and I would say he is owner-operator of the Corduroy Inn and Lodge, but I know, David, that that is not the only thing you have your hand in because you are a serial entrepreneur. So why don't we start our little interview here with uh, telling everybody a little about what you're up to and all the different ventures you're, you're in, and uh, I'll ask you some other questions, but let's, let's start with that. Give us a little background on yourself. I've been, I guess, like you said, I've been a serial entrepreneur for the last 20 years or so. I, um, I have this project, which is um, the, consuming a lot of my time, this corduroy in project. Um, I'm in the recycling business in Pittsburgh. Going back, uh, you know, 10 years ago or so, I, I was uh, heavily involved in uh, oil and gas exploration and development. I, I had a, a lot of um, investments in, in solar energy generation back in uh I guess in the 2009 eight time frame. So uh, yeah, I, like I said, I have my hands in a lot of things. This 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 project's probably uh, one of the bigger ones that I've taken on this corduroy and lodge. Um, and, but uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we we kind of being able to put our our stamp or our, our signature on something here that's exciting. Um, now just a follow, quick follow up question: When you say the oil and gas industry, were you were you drilling wells? Were you what were you what were you doing in that field? So yeah, we, we were we were doing you know the the kind of the uh, exploration development side. So we were drilling wells. I I was um, uh, just participating in wells. I wasn't I wasn't on the ground rolling up my sleeves and doing the work. We we partnered with other companies that did that. So we were we were just making investments in different plays. Well, going back to the quarter in, I mean, you you truly are a family business now. I guess you know your other. Ventures, maybe not as much family owns, but I know that uh, your wife's involved now, and I think you just told me your daughter's even uh, doing some work for you. Because you talk about that, like how's the uh, how's it having uh, other family members now in in the business with you, and is that a, is that going to change? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's it. Kristen is the uh, uh, the creative designer of Corduroy Inn, so she she did all of the designing of the the rooms and how they look and the restaurant and you know worked with the interior designers with the architects did all that kind of stuff um that's that's kind of her her passion i i manage more of the business side of it and and of course uh, as you know uh, kristen's in charge of marketing uh for the company so she's she's doing you know managing uh you know with you all of the uh the advertising the social media stuff and, and that side of it which again sort of goes along with her creative flair lindsay my daughter uh, has joined the company full-time starting at the turn you know the, this year beginning of this year she's going to be like our business manager doing a lot of the accounting and, and, and you know dealing with insurance companies and payroll and uh, you know a lot of those those kind of tasks she's just getting involved in it and she's uh, you know actually helping a lot and taking a lot of the the burden off of off of me in particular because you know i just i just feel like there's not enough hours in the day so lindsay's been a very welcome addition to the team i've i that's a great thing that when you get a good fit and everybody gets along and everybody's got their own uh vertical that they can contribute different things i think you know what i've heard family-owned businesses run the best when that uh when that happens well, obviously, the big thing on a lot of business owners' minds these days is, I'll call it uh, pre-COVID, after COVID. So I wouldn't, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you, you know, just in general, you know, what you thought of the whole COVID situation, and then maybe what you think going forward now that it seems like we're sort of coming out of that uh, 
that cloud for the most part, I think there's a little bit, but it seems like we're coming out of it. So we're obviously we're in the hospitality business. So it was particularly challenging for, for uh, our industry, you know, obviously our occupancy and, and, uh, and um, you know, number, you know, number of people eating in the restaurants and things were, were uh, way down during COVID, especially last winter. Uh, you know, we're a winter business, so we, we make uh, most of our money in the, the four months of winter. So last winter was, I would say, extremely challenging. So we had less customers, but, you know, because we're in the outdoor ski business, we, we probably fared better than the industry as a whole, the, the hospitality industry as a whole. You know, we were down, you know, significantly off what we would project in a non-COVID year, but we weren't at like 10% occupancy like some hotels were, you know. Uh, so we were able to kind of manage through it that way. The the bigger issue for us, uh, or as big an issue, was the staffing issue last last winter. So so Snowshoe Mountain is located kind of uh, far away from any real population center. So they really survive in the winter with um, foreign workers, you know, the visas, um, J1s and H visas that come in, and they fill in a lot of the the demand because there's just there isn't there isn't enough people living around here to fill the jobs they couldn't come last year because of covid so so the resort as a whole was probably a thousand workers short of what they needed so that obviously affected us greatly uh, my wife and i spent three months here last winter when we normally just sort of pop in and out but we we like literally were here full time for three months working hard every day doing whatever needed done so that was that was challenging um and then of course the food and beverage side, the restaurant side of the business is it's it was hard to to really stay afloat when you're you you have less capacity because because of COVID we had to social distance the tables and do all that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, so to answer your question, yeah, last year was very challenging. Uh, this year, this winter's sort of seems for 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 the most part back to normal. You know, we obviously have still take all the precautions like like uh, in the hotel. Uh, we're, we're still disinfecting, you know, all the surfaces. We're, we haven't done daily maid service in our hotel this winter yet. That was a, you know, that's a, that's a change in our procedure. Because as a hotel, you, you want to do daily maid service to give that kind of service level. But because of COVID, didn't want to, you know, enter into, into people's rooms once they're checked in. But yeah, for the most part, it, it, this winter seems to be like kind of back to normal. Like our occupancy levels are back to normal. Uh, you know, our food and beverage is back to normal. Uh, we're not social distancing tables anymore and things like that. So, so, um, and then longer term, you know, what impact will this have? I think the biggest impact, positive impact for our industry is we were very busy in the weekends primarily. And it seems like people sort of discovered Snowshoe as a fun midweek place. And, you know, because of COVID, they were, they were coming midweek and people were working from home. So they would work from snowshoe and, and we saw a real uptick in our midweek business that we, we see it again this winter. And, and, you know, I, I, that's a positive change that for us to, to have a stronger business more seven days a week and not so focused on just the weekends. So that's, that's a positive change that, that, you know, might happen that people will have a little bit more balance in that. Yeah, and I, I can chime in there. If I was at David's place and uh, it was in the middle of the week and I was actually shocked at how many, you know, families and kids and, you know, my, my wife, who normally would never let me take my kids out of school, let, let them get out for a few days. And I was amazed at how many other families there were with, you know, younger kids and teenage kids. And, you know, the mountain was full and it was, you know, 
school was yeah. on and everything. So, so yeah, I, I, I can, I can attest to that. So I don't know if you can talk about it, but you know, also how about Dave Billings for the future? I know you have some, being that entrepreneurial, you, you talked to me about some other future projects. I don't know if you're allowed to talk about that, but. Yeah, so one of the exciting projects we're, we're sort of in the, the discovery phase of right now is, is to build uh, another hotel uh, at, a, at a West Coast ski resort that, that we've sort of been invited to, uh, you know, bid on and participate in, you know, and, and I kind of like this model of, of kind of a family-owned boutique hotel rather than a, a large chain hotel. I'm very excited about that. Um, that's kind of uh, an opportunity for getting in on the on the ground floor of a of a great a great resort uh, that's up and coming. That's potentially breaking ground in 2023. That's exciting. That's exciting. And I'll and I'll close up here. Let's uh, just talk a little bit more about Dave Billings. So I know that uh, you're a skier, obviously, but what other things would people not know about you? You, you know. Uh, just so everybody knows, Dave was a former uh, partner of mine in double squash. Uh, we won the PA championships, I, I think, a, a year or two. Um, but what else does Dave Billings like to do these days for fun? Obviously, traveling a lot. You live in uh, Arizona, right? And uh, yeah. so, so traveling a lot of air travel back and forth. But yeah. Uh, yeah, tell us a little bit more things what you like to do. Well, we, we you know, as, as you pointed out, we live in Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, that's kind of our home base. Uh, we do travel a lot. We come back here a lot because of the business and, and travel a lot. We, uh, I'm a, uh, I still play squash. Um, my wife loves to play tennis. She would play five days a week if she could. I golf a lot. I, I wouldn't say I'm good at it, but I enjoy it. And then, of course, skiing is kind of my first love in life. And I don't ski as, it's funny, I don't ski as much as I thought I would owning a hotel at a ski resort. Um, it, it seems like every time I'm here, it's work, 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 work. So I probably ski less now than I did before I owned this place here. But uh, yeah, I mean, those are the, you know, I, I, I generally like to be active uh, as much as I can. Yeah, and talking to Kristen, she said she, she wished you guys had moved to Scottsdale years ago. So she's very, yeah. very happy there. Very happy there. Yeah, it's, a, it's Well, a, super. Well, thanks for your time. Great insights on the uh, hospitality uh, industry as much as your other endeavors. And uh, yeah, appreciate it. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And thank you to our guests for talking to us. If you have a project or want to connect, you can reach us at tailoredmarketing.com or 412-281-1442.